Welcome to the Next Brave Thing podcast. My name is Ella Hooper, and I believe that breakthrough is on the other side of bravery. This podcast features brave stories, emotional health, and creativity to inspire you to take your next brave step. Hi, guys. It has been a hot minute since I released a podcast. I am so sorry about that, especially if you have been waiting for an episode to come out. And um, first of all, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who tunes in every week um, and listens to my podcast. It actually is so humbling that you would want to take the time to listen. And so I really appreciate it. I also wanted to acknowledge the craziness that is the end of year with Thanksgiving and Christmas. And oh my gosh, I just got so behind on releasing podcasts. And actually, I have been recording podcasts, but with the future in mind. And um, I actually have, yeah, a few interviews that I'm very excited about. And I was going to release them this year, but really felt like I wanted to reset my vision for the podcast for next year. And so um, I'm really excited about what next year holds. And I will be taking a break all through January and won't be releasing podcasts until probably February, but that might change. Um, And I will be coming in with, um, yeah, more episodes. And I will be actually having both audio podcasts, but also video podcasts. So that w- that's an exciting new thing that I will be doing. But I just want to say putting out a podcast in 2023 was such a great learning experience for me. I think that um, when you're learning something, you your first attempts or your attempts at putting stuff out there always feel a little cheesier and clunkier than what you anticipate in your mind. Like what you envision on the inside is not fully manifesting on the outside yet. And I think this is something that I've actually had to learn a lot in the past seven years, especially with helping start a school, is that people get to witness me evolving and growing in front of them. And it's so vulnerable. It's like when you lose weight and someone's like, whoa, you've lost weight. And it it's kind of vulnerable that, that even though it's a compliment, it kind of feels like, yeah, you've seen me not be perfect and awesome and I've evolved. And um, I think that that is something, a big takeaway that I'm learning because sometimes the thing that holds me back from taking action is the fear of looking stupid or cheesy. And I think what I'm learning so much about is really taking my power back from what I think the critics are thinking and really getting in my own experience. Like, do I like that? Do I think that's good? Well, that kind of settles it rather than trying to pander or think about what other people want to hear from me and I think that feedback is good, obviously, like I want to get feedback and I want to grow 
And I also want to know what is resonating with people so I can do more of that content because that's so helpful. Um, and I'm always curious to know, like I even looking at my stats, my most down, my second most downloaded podcast, my first downloaded, my most downloaded podcast is my podcast with Georgia Coy on, um, uh, adultery and betrayal. And then my second most downloaded podcast is emotion on emotional rest. But that information kind of tells me that people want to talk about like hard things like adultery. We want to have those, we want to actually know how to move through that and heal from that. And some people just like gossip and like to know the tea. But um, so that's why I'm kind of thinking a lot of people listen to that, but also people love to hear stories of redemption. Um, But then the second one was emotional rest, which was so interesting to me because I called it that, but I didn't really talk about emotional rest. I more talked about self-awareness, which I feel like is the Kickstarter thing. Like you need to be aware of yourself in order to get to emotional rest, but I didn't actually break down what emotional rest is. So next year I do plan on talking about and breaking down what emotional rest is because I think that has been my greatest breakthrough of 2023 is really learning how to be at rest internally, even when I'm really busy. And I tell my life coach this, I'm like, I'm, it's almost like I feel clear in my soul. Like I don't feel like I absorb all of the negativity like I used to. Um, I remember seeing a quote that says, observe, don't absorb. And that has helped me um, not internalize people's integrity, like not internalize people's negativity anywhere near as much as what I used to, because that was definitely a key in cultivating emotional rest. But I'm definitely going to talk more about that. I have learned so much from 2023. It has been such a redemptive year in so many ways for me. And then also um, getting to like pursue my dream of acting again. That was really a big highlight for me going to New York and like doing a course. And yeah, that that was such like a fun experience. And so I even love um, hearing your feedback about how that episode Um, I released on that experience resonated with you and inspired you. Um, But I think just on reflection of this year, putting out podcasts pretty consistently, like there was definitely about 10 weeks I did not (laughs) post podcasts, but putting it out there taught me about what it means to show up and get comfortable with using my voice. And I think as a woman, um, I have really gone on a journey of what it means to be heard and that my voice matters and um, also how to give and empower other people's voices um, who feel shut down or not heard. Um, But also I've learned the art of listening, which is, you know, we're very good at giving opinions in this society, but we're not very good at listening. And so I think I've grown um, in what it means to actually listen to people, but also listen to myself because sometimes I, and this is connected to emotional rest. Sometimes I just feel so noisy internally. So I've really learned how to unnoise 
and clear out all that overthinking that I've had. And I actually have um, noticed in myself because I think when you do a lot of therapy and you start learning about how emotions affect your body, um, and I've really learned how to regulate my triggers really well. And so my bounce back time of like when I have a setback, a disappointment or something frustrating, my bounce back time is nowhere near what it used to. So it used to kind of feel like all these emotional things that would happen or like disappointments or heartbreaks or pain. It's like they were being stockpiled. Um, and I think I've really learned how to not stockpile pain anywhere. I mean, I'm still learning how to not do that, but I think because I've learned how to, um, yeah, work through pain a lot quicker, then I find myself actually way more energized. I have way more capacity. I confront things quicker. I don't, I, yeah, just kind of have better boundaries with things. Like I just feel way more awake and alert. Um, so yeah, this has definitely been a year of growth in that way. Um, it's like I've shed some skin, (laughs) um, and feel like I have evolved a lot. And as I'm sharing this, I'm thinking, about how often there can be like different versions of ourself and there's the version of ourself that our family get there's the version of ourselves our work colleagues get there's a version of ourself that if you're married you your husband gets or your partner gets or your kids get and um i think when we're going through hard times we feel like the worst version of ourself And the big thing that I've learned a lot in the last three years is self-forgiveness. And um, I think when we forgive ourselves, it's like we shed a layer of that pain. And what I've learned through counseling and coaching is like some people have this perception of like, oh, it's heavy and I'm going to find out bad things about myself. But what I've really found is – that counseling and coaching is actually more about uncovering your treasure. Michael Todd says that it's about uncovering your treasure rather than, yeah, like I think that pain creates a different version of ourselves. So I am stepping into 2024, definitely a new version of Ella. And I don't mean that like the old Ella was not great, (laughs) but I do mean um, because I'm grateful for her because she got me here. But I do feel like this sense of like um, a more embodied, wise version of Ella, Um, a bit clearer about, I think what I feel is clearer on the inside, clearer about who I am so I don't show up confusing to other people. Well, at least that's the goal, to not show up confusing to other people. But however, I can't take responsibility for how other people perceive and things, but I can get really good at getting clear about what, what I'm about pretty much, uh, cause that's the only thing I can control. So coming into 2024, I have, um, I will always like every year, it's kind of a tradition. I will reflect on the year that was and ask myself lots of questions and think through all the things that I'm really, really grateful for. 
Um, and then I like to assess like all the good things that have happened. And then I also like to process through all the disappointing things or the things that I was expecting that didn't happen. Um, I like to kind of leave all of the 2023 disappointments in 2023 and release that. And I think a lot of the times, and I've talked about in my podcast, a lot of disappointments are connected to expectation. So I think through in 2024, what do I want to have expectancy for versus expectation? And the question that I ask myself going into 2024 is what am I letting go of and what can I be more flexible with? Because um, I think as I've grown up, grown up a lot and matured a lot, um, I think it's really healthy to have vision and have uh, goals because otherwise, like you kind of, yeah, like you kind of lose fire for life and excitement for life. Um, but then I don't, I like to measure myself and my own ability. And I like to really assess like what's kind of realistic Um, but I also like to kind of create space for the miraculous and have, um, belief that things could be even better than I think, but also, um, I have flexibility in it looking a certain way. Um, the amount of times this past year I have had things change or expectation, like, oh, I thought this would happen then. I thought like I had so many plans, um, kind of pivot this past year personally, and I'll be sharing more of that in the new year. Um, but I had so many times where I had to be flexible and pivot and adjust my perspective. Um, and so I think the quicker we can pivot, the less we'll stay in disappointment. Um, and so, um, yeah, I would encourage you in your goal setting for 2024 is to create some sense of flexibility, um, but always staying close to gratitude. Like gratitude has been the best mindset changer for me. And it's been the most helpful way of me reframing my experience, um, but also looking for evidence that life is actually good. Like when I'm triggered and feel emotional or feel heavy or whatever, like I'm not letting those emotions dictate how my whole year has been. Um, I'm looking for evidence of good moments and I'm celebrating those. Um, so yeah, in coming into 2024, I'm excited about what the podcast will look like. It's going to be in seasons this year, so it's not going to be every single week. Um, I'm going to go season um, season by season, if that makes sense. Um, and I do have exciting updates that you will find out more of in the new year. So stay tuned and have the most wonderful Christmas and happy new years. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening today. Please download, share with your friends and write a review. If you would like to book in a life coaching session with me, go to my website at www.ella-hooper.com or follow me on Instagram at Next Brave Thing Podcast.